Welcome to Rock Welcome to Rock Strikes 10, the show guaranteed to always give you 10 songs, no more, no less. My name is Joey. I want to thank everybody for tuning into the show here today, especially if you're doing it at the central station of cnjradio.com, or even if you're just listening at any other pod chaser out there. I greatly appreciate it. If you can hear my voice, you're a friend of mine. So thank you for joining me here today on the show. Okay, so I'm going to lay it all out here, right up front. I've got about 60 songs to play for you before the end of this year. Reason being is because I'm still working on the big countdown show to cap off this entire decade, but this is a different kind of countdown series that we're doing. We've been doing this a little bit sporadically throughout this year, and I meant to do more of these through the year, but it's just been a weird-ass year. So you are going to get six, count them, six episodes of the odds and ends from now until the end of this year. So probably, you know, a show a day, basically starting from christmas here on so yeah sit back and relax and enjoy these shows if you're on christmas break and you can handle all these episodes then good for you it's going to be a lot of fun you're going to hear 60 awesome songs here and then we're going to get to the big thing i'm going to go and promote it right now why not the top 100 albums of this last decade of the 2010s whatever you want to call it uh it's happening so we're going to start it up at the very beginning of 2020 maybe not exactly january 1st but i will have it finished asap by the time the ball drops and it'll happen the top 100 albums of the last 10 years been working on it all year it's pretty much you know been all my free time this year so it's gonna be great I'm pretty much guaranteeing excellence here. So let's get back over here to the odds and ends. And if this is your first show, you're like, what the hell are the odds and ends? I'll explain briefly, as I try to do on every episode that I do for the odds and ends. The odds and ends are songs that come from soundtracks, cover albums, EPs, single-only releases, live albums. Basically songs that do not appear on fully realized studio albums by really quality artists. So I find them on all these different releases, cherry pick them, and bring them to you. The Friends of Rock Strikes 10. You don't get this on any other rock podcast. Prove me wrong. Uh, Fight me, yes. So all these songs, kind of like the Island of Misfit Toys. They need a place to belong, so they definitely belong here on Rock Strikes 10. There's some great stuff out there that people just don't get to hear, because these releases really aren't heavily promoted for the most part, so I think you're going to find a lot of fun stuff here. Like I said, I got 60 damn songs to play for you between now and January 1st. If you've heard these past episodes of me wrapping up the decade of the odds and ends, you know that we're going in alphabetical order. When we last left you, we were on the letter J. We're going to continue on the letter J for a couple of more songs here to open up the show with. We're going to start off in in fine fashion. And how, how can you not kick off a show with the high energy that is Danko Jones? Yes, a perennial favorite here on Rock Strikes 10. We love Danko. Danko's kind of one of us, even though he's he's a really kick-ass rock star who should be huge in America, but he's big everywhere else in the world. He's got his own podcast, too. The official Denko Jones podcast. So go check that out if you get a chance. But like I said, he's over here kicking off the odds and ends to wrap up this decade. Part one of six for the rest of this week. This was, and he's got a handful of odds and ends releases this year. Three to be exact. So he has a live album, Live at Vakken. It's a 
CD, vinyl, DVD, Blu-ray kind of thing, so go check that out. Quality performance from a huge metal festival that they do every year. If you haven't heard of Bakken, then you're just behind the times, but he also put out a compilation called Garage Rock about five years ago. Garage Rock, a collection of lost songs from 1996 to 1998, and there was a little one-off here on a charity for breast cancer called Music for Boobies. This is the deep one that you might not have heard. You may have heard this song if you're a Denko fan, and I hope you have. So this is actually the kickoff song from his album Fire Music, which you'll definitely be hearing on the Top 100 Countdown that I'll be doing very soon. But they took this song, the opener, from Fire Music, and turned it into a duet. And it's with uh, Christina Scabia, who you might know from Lacuna Coil. She also duetted on the Megadeth reboot of A Toot Le Monde. Uh, so yeah, she can definitely sing for sure. So here's her duet duetting with the great Denko Jones and a new duet version of Wild Woman. Kicking off this episode, 
wrapping up the odds and ends of this decade. That was Daco Jones duetting with Christina Scabia from Lacuna Coil, and that was their take on the song that Denko had already recorded, Wild Woman. Really fun to hear that kind of dynamic with a song that I was so familiar with before. Like I said, you can find that on a charity compilation. I got it off of iTunes a few years ago, and it's called Music for Boobies. So there you go. Enjoy. All right. I mentioned that Denko had a live album out uh, revolving around the Vakken Festival. And here's another one that was also recorded in Vakken. It was a live album from Judas Priest. It's called Battle Cry. So I heavily recommend this. This is a very quality live album and video. I got the CD Blu-ray combo. So that's the one I recommend. But yeah, this thing, I know that maybe even kind of around the beginning of the decade, I started to hear some people kind of criticizing Rob Halford. I'm like, first of all, you're criticizing Rob Halford, which is ridiculous. But there were a few viable criticisms where they were like, you know, he maybe he's not singing as much as he used to and maybe not having the presence as a as a lead singer anymore, as a front man. And I think maybe at the beginning of the decade he was kind of feeling that. But I got to say, whatever happened between, you know, like 2011 and 2014, Rob Halford was back in a big way on the Redeemer of Souls tour. And it really shows on this live album. You should check it out. It's like a, it's like a front man reborn. And... You can take a song that he has sung a billion times and he sings it with so much passion that it's like it's the first time for him. So I'm going to play an old classic Judas Priest jam here just to show you how much Rob is throwing it down in here. Check out some of this musical flight here. So here's the priest doing the uh, now 40-year-old classic Metal Gods.
All right, there you go. Breathing fire right there. That was Judas Priest and a live version of Metal Gods from the live release Battle Cry. If you're any kind of Priest fan, you got to go check this one out. I also love how well Turbo Lover goes down live in front of like a hardcore heavy metal audience. You can hear them singing it on there. It's tremendous. All right. Big fan of Turbo and Turbo Lover. That's me. All right, this next one here is a little tie-in to uh, the flagship of CNJ Radio, the Wrestling House Show. I actually have played this song on an episode years and years ago. We were doing an episode on people that are in the world of professional wrestling that actually have put out their own albums or own songs and that are actually good. And I put this one on the list. I stand by it for sure. So back in 2010, at the beginning of the decade, uh, a woman named Maria Canellis put out uh, her rock album and she did it all on her own, you know, independent label, the whole thing. She was still with the company Ring of Honor Wrestling at that point. Now she's actually back in the WWE. So, uh, and she's uh, out uh, having a kid right now, so she's not on television, but uh, she'll be back soon, I'm sure. She just re-signed and this whole thing. Anyway, Wrestling House Show, geekiness aside, uh, yeah, I, I, I was actually pleasantly surprised at how decent and good the Maria Canellis album was. So uh, check it out right here. Belongs here on the odds and ends. She put out an EP in 2010 called Seven Sins. Here's my favorite song from it. This is Fantasy.
right, there you go. From the Seven Sins EP, that was Maria Canellis. That's spelled K-A-N-E-L-L-I-S, in case you go look it up. Yeah, that was Fantasy. Good tune there. I like it. And uh, the rest of the album is pretty damn good. I gotta say, it's like a four-track EP. I paid a few bucks for it, probably on iTunes a couple of years ago. All right. There's something you probably won't hear on other podcasts for sure. I try to make it a little different in case you're out there and you listen to a lot of different shows. But yeah, a lot of us can't help it. A lot of us that are in the world of rock podcasting, there's a lot of KISS fans in this community. I am definitely one of them. KISS is one of my favorite bands of all time. They put out a few odds and ends releases this decade. Probably the biggest one being KISS Rocks Vegas, and I definitely have a soft spot for that because, you know, I was there, out there getting married to my better half, Nola. So I've played quite a few songs from KISS Rocks Vegas on the show over the last few years. But I don't believe I actually played this one, so I'm going to play it here. They actually, uh, they don't partake too much in tribute albums. Uh, I'm sure they get invited to them a lot. They're a big name. But as far as I can remember, I think they just did the Ramones tribute album prior to doing this one. And you got to do it for Paul McCartney, right? I mean, hell, who wouldn't? Uh, Paul McCartney's so big, he had a double tribute CD out put to him. And uh, yeah, like any tributes go, there's some good, there's some bad. But I, I enjoy a good amount of the stuff on The Art of McCartney. If you find it secondhand around shops, I'd say pick it up. You know, there's people like Def Leppard and Sammy Hagar and Hart, all the way to The Cure, uh, you know, stuff like that. Uh, Barry Gibb. So it, it's got a nice variety to it. There's some modern sorriness on there, but I mean, that's that's going to happen. Uh, but yeah, it's not so much a performance by Kiss. It's actually Paul and Gene coming in, and they're actually, it's not Kiss playing the instruments. Uh, they're, I believe they're being backed up by Paul McCartney's touring band. So here's a really interesting one-off right here. Uh, this is Paul Stanley and Gene Simmons taking co-lead vocals, which they don't do very much, not anymore at least. They'll each take a half of the Paul McCartney epic Venus and Mars rock show. Check it out.
new take on a classic wings jam right there that was venus of mars slash rock show by gene simmons and paul stanley and the paul mccartney band and like i said you can find that on the art of mccartney tribute album yeah and and stupid me i failed to mention that my all-time favorite alice cooper is also on that album and one of the other reasons i remembered that is i was going to recommend like which version to buy because there was like two or three different versions with different bonus tracks on it so you'll know you have the good version if you have the one with two alice cooper performances on there and not just one he does eleanor rigby and smile away on there so smile away as a bonus track on one of the good ones so act accordingly all right Uh, Speaking of tribute albums, there was a really neat themed tribute album earlier this decade, and I'm a fan of this person. One of the great singers of my lifetime, Cindy Lauper. Cindy is super quality, Hall of Famer in my book. And uh, she had put out this tribute album, like, as a tribute to, like, kind of the torch songs from the old days back in the uh, last decade called At Last. But uh, this one I really like. I think it suits her a little bit more, in my opinion. She did a, a blues tribute album called Memphis Blues. 
and it's just really well done. I mean, she picked some really cool songs that really suit her, and I was really impressed by this one especially. She did a cover of a Louis Jordan song called Early in the Morning, and a lot of people have covered this song. Harry Nelson, for instance, that's a good one also. That's kind of one of those standards. If you follow Roots Rock and early blues and, and early rock and roll, you know Louis Jordan. He's the man. And so I really dig this version, and it's a cool session because you got uh, Cindy Lauper, uh, the now late great Alan Tucson on piano, and a guest performance by the also now late great B.B. King. So these guest performers that are on here are no longer with us anymore, and they all went this decade. So all the more better reason to play this particular performance. So here you go. Cindy Lauper, Alan Tucson, B.B. King, and a bunch of other talented musicians doing a cover of Louis Jordan's Early in the Morning. Enjoy.
All right, there you go. Cindy Lauper, early in the morning, from the Memphis Blues album. If you like that, go check out that record. It's really good. She even did a, a country tribute later on in this decade as well, and that, that's pretty fun too, but my favorite of her three style tributes is definitely Memphis Blues. So that's the one I recommend. But there's good stuff on all of them. All right. And, uh, you know, also, one of the things I always fail to mention when I say these belong on the odds and ends is the uh, use of reissues. Now, quality reissues, I definitely don't mind playing when it comes to doing these episodes. And also, can pad a list for sure, because there's so many reissues going on all the time, especially, of course, with the big vinyl boom of the last decade. Uh, so, and, and I'm not saying that to be disparaging. I'm actually happy for most of these reissues because, you know, I get to fill in the blanks of my collection as well. Uh, ones that I really wanted, but I just couldn't justify were like the big bad box set versions of all the Led Zeppelin albums. Like, if you are a hardcore fan, you dropped a hundred bucks on each release. So you basically almost spent a thousand dollars to have like the complete set for each album. That's crazy and ridiculous and i realize kiss has one that costs more than that and i didn't get that either uh but you know the way i approached these zeppelin reissues and i actually didn't have some of them on vinyl yet i went ahead and got the deluxe versions of them on cd because of course they're way cheaper and uh you know you get all the tracks still that they would have been on there uh but also you know i was like i'm cool with getting like you know the one disc version of it on vinyl so i could fill in the blanks of my collection that's how i did it but anyway i did get all the zeppelin ones on cd very happy about that now i have all the zeppelin albums on vinyl as well so overall a successful reissue campaign by jimmy page uh jimmy is always the one that works on these reissues he you know as a true producer and engineer he gets in that studio and he makes it sound as good as he possibly can without pissing on the integrity of the original thing he doesn't george lucas it or anything he just makes it sound good so it's always interesting to hear what he comes up with every time he goes back in and i think he was like i'm done doing them now this is it it's over and, and probably i don't think you could push sonic technology any further in music at this point i just don't see it happening uh but yeah the the cool thing about the reissues is they're actually like unreleased tracks on here and you know as certain bonus tracks and demos go, a lot of them are used once and destroy. But, you know, I was happy to hear, you know, some of the process of some of these songs, early versions and whatnot. And I like this one especially. Number one, it's one of my favorite Led Zeppelin songs ever. And also, it was neat to hear kind of a different remix kind of put to it. Uh, so this isn't on the original release, it's on one of the bonus discs. So don't worry, like I said, he didn't George Lucas the original albums in any way. But he left you all these other versions to listen to and just compare and contrast. Uh, so here you go, one of my favorite favorite zeppelin songs and also you'll notice if you're a big fan of this song like i am the piano is up really loud on this so it is a different mix and uh so check it out dig it this is led zeppelin boogie with stew
Alright, there you go. Led Zeppelin's a little tribute there to Richie Valens, the late great Richie Valens. They uh, took a lot of his lyrics and put them on that track just for the sole reason of having to pay uh, his mom later on, give her a lot of royalties there, and that was completely on purpose. So there you go. Boogie with Stu, Led Zeppelin. That, And I failed to mention the album that comes off the great physical graffiti. If you don't have that album, get that album. It needs to be in your collection for sure. Probably my, eh, I'd say second favorite at this point. My favorite's still probably always going to be Houses of the Holy, but physical graffiti is total greatness. All right, speaking of total greatness, this band right here, I'm going to pick off of an EP they put out a few years ago prior to putting out a full-length album, which was great, and one of the great albums of the decade. I'm sure it'll be pretty high up on the list, is Living Color. Uh, They came back a few years ago once again, and they put out kind of a test release prior to the uh, album Shade, uh, to which, uh, you know, there was definitely a lot going on politically this decade, if you hadn't noticed. Uh, So yeah, a lot of problems with uh, people getting killed uh, who, you know by law enforcement officers and it's not cool you know for the most part it is just not freaking cool uh so you know it's a problem and we know what some of the problem is for sure and uh so this led living color to put out an ep called who shot you which was based around a cover of notorious big's who shot you and while who shot you wound up on shade as well the full length uh, the b-side of this did not wind up on the album so i'm going to play it to represent the ep for who shot you and uh, a cover of, of a really cool song. I really like the song. I especially like when people do covers by this band and direct artist because I can replace the other version. And I think you'll know why. So here you go. Here's Living Color doing a cover of the Jacksons This Place Hotel. <laughs> Please. 
of the vicious well Now that we can do it when the streets don't tell There was separate suit Every girl that I knew And my babies in love is through funky right there i love it that was living color doing the jackson this place hotel aka heartbreak hotel but they couldn't use that title of course when they put it out originally so there you go i i I will admit i really like a lot of those 70s jackson's records but you know it's really hard to go back to those and i think you know why anyway speaking of covers we're gonna stick with some covers here for i guess the rest of the show yeah yeah the, the rest of the show is all covers so here here you go Hope you like cover songs. I, I'm at least going to try to play some good ones here. At least in my opinion, these are good. Here is an example of a guy taking a song that you've heard a billion times. It is an iconic, classic, standard, what have you, whatever you want to call it. This song is a Hall of Famer. So uh, this song, Beyond the Sea, you know it. It's an old Bobby Darren classic. And, uh, you know, a lot of us have heard it so much we probably never want to hear it again. And I was kind of in that boat here and there but uh i found this version on a cover album that jeff lynn put out he put out this album real quietly earlier this decade and it's almost kind of conceptual it's a tribute album to his early youth and like the first songs he ever heard that he liked on the radio so the album's called long wave and i heavily recommend it there's some great stuff in there the early days of rock and roll and some of the crooner stuff also but as you know jeff lynn he's got his own sound his own signature sound so he i said i'm playing this is the most obvious song on the album but i want to take it play it on the show and show you what he did with it it's pretty tremendous so here you go jeff lynn doing beyond the sea somewhere beyond the sea somewhere 
lover stands on golden sand And watches the ships that go sailing Somewhere beyond the sea She's there watching for me If I could fly like birds on high Then straight to her arms I'd go sailing It's far beyond the star It's near beyond the moon I know beyond a doubt My heart will lead me there soon We'll meet beyond the shore We'll kiss just as before Happy we'll be beyond the sea The unmistakable sound of Jeff Lynn and his cover of Bobby Darren's Beyond the Sea. You can find that on the album Long Wave. He does, you know, a Chuck Berry song. He does Etta James. He does Roy Orbison. It's it's a cool record. It's it's a nice tribute to a bygone era. All right, uh, here's something. Some people would call this next song a classic too. Uh, but this definitely is. If you're gonna make a one-on-one of like you know classic industrial metal jams this song definitely has to go on there and this is a very true to the original version right here uh it's a take on ministry's stigmata and uh, i found this on the soundtrack to the movie atomic blonde uh so yeah check this one out here's marilyn manson with musical accompaniment by tyler bates he's a score guy does a lot of stuff for rob zombie uh but here you go marilyn manson and tyler bates and they're very very faithful take on ministry's stigmata turn it up
from the Atomic Blonde soundtrack that was Marilyn Manson and Tyler Bates with Stigmata, the ministry song right there. Hope you enjoyed that. Uh, this next one right here, uh, this was already one of my favorite songs ever anyway, and I really dig this version. It doesn't replace the original in any way, but it's super duper fun, and it's a true gem on an otherwise pretty not great tribute album. <laughs> So yeah, a few years ago there was a tribute album to ZZ Top, and it's pretty bad. There's maybe like two or three good songs on there. It's it's pretty piss poor. But uh, so if you can find it out there, like on you know Apple Music or or you know on Amazon Music or whatever, if you can just cherry pick a few songs off of it, I would recommend doing that. And this is definitely one of them you got to get. So. One of the great ZZ Top classics right here, uh, done by Duff McKagan's Loaded. And that's Duff McKagan on the vocals, so check it out. So I need you to turn this one up even louder than the last song. Closing off this episode and part one of six in a row, this is Duff McKagan's Loaded and their version of Got Me Under Pressure. Let's go.
right, there you go. Closing off this odds and ends episode right here. That was Duff McKagan's Loaded with their version of ZZ Top's Got Me Under Pressure. Hope you enjoyed that. I sure as hell did. Hope you're going to enjoy these uh, next five episodes I got lined up as well. And of course, we're building up to the big one, the big enchilada, Bob's Big Boy with Fries right here, the top 100 albums of the last decade. So get ready. Tell a friend. It's on. All right. We're going to go ahead and get out of here. Let's get to the plugs. If you liked this episode, feel free to check out the other 355 episodes of Rock Strikes 10 on cnjradio.com. Also available all episodes on Spotify. Limited number of episodes on Apple Podcasts, but please feel free to subscribe to that so you never miss an episode. While you're on cnjradio.com, stick around for the flagship The Wrestling House Show, a pro wrestling podcast unlike any other. The Synaptic Empire Audio Transmissions featuring Randy Brown, a true alternative. Talking Rock with myself and the great Mark Striegel from Talking Metal. Last Theater with Chris, the C of CNJ, where cinema's trash is treated like treasure. And last but not least, the I Am Vinyl podcast featuring the great Pete LaRussa. I will hopefully start doing some I Am Vinyl episodes sooner than later. Right now, Pete's got some good stuff lined up. He did an episode on the Black Friday releases for Record Store Day, so if you didn't get to hear any of those or you missed out on those records, definitely check out his latest episode of I Am Vinyl. It's a good one. All right. And before we get out of here, last but not least, the aforementioned Pete LaRussa and his late great band Spacebeard. They do the outro for this show. We play it on every episode. It's the best outro in the business. So go to facebook.com slash spacebeardband. Check out their great quality music that's out there and tell them that Rock Strikes 10 sent you. All right, everybody, we'll see you very, very, very soon with more odds and ends. Have fun. <laughs> <laughs>